I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Don't pick a fight with a man with nothing left to lose. 28 stab wounds. I'm still not bitten. The Cygorians here must be better than this. You are everything I wanted to be. You forget a thousand things every day. How about you make sure this is one of them? Did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? Hey guys, uh, how y'all doing? Uh, welcome back to the channel. Uh, I have a little video different for you guys. Not little, but you know, I have a video different for you guys today. Um, this one is really just gonna go, it's really a deep dive into Mass Effect. You know, I'm gonna go a little bit deeper than what I did for my review. Um, Cause there's a lot of stuff that I really wanted to talk about that I couldn't touch on in the review just because I didn't want that video to be too long. So this one's really just gonna go more in depth into you know how I'm feeling about the game. You know, cause I really, I really enjoyed the first Mass Effect. I never finished that one. I finished the other two, two and three, but I never finished Mass Effect one. So I was really looking forward to playing it again, at least on you know up with updated graphics because i actually played it back about a year ago when the pandemic was first starting i got it for my ps3 and then when i first built my pc i got it on there i didn't get too far into the game but once they announced the legendary edition i just waited and just decided to play it on there and i really had a lot of fun with it i enjoyed my experience uh so this one's just gonna you know go more in depth into my gameplay experience of it because again there's just a lot of stuff i really wanted to touch on but that's what this video is for it's gonna be a bit longer than my review right i don't really know how much longer honestly i don't know how in depth i'm gonna go but if you guys want to check out that review it's gonna be in like one of these corners whichever one it happened to pop up in this video will have spoilers so if you don't want to go into spoilers check out that video of my review for it that's spoiler free no story spoilers or anything if you just want to go in completely blind don't watch either of these videos um and since this one is getting into spoilers if you have not finished the game i highly recommend you wait till you finish and if you want to you know check out my video i would really appreciate it so enough of me talking let's just go ahead and jump right in so without a doubt the first thing that i really want to get into is without a doubt the graphics the graphics of mass effect and the first mass effect specifically was night and day like i did um after i finished the legendary edition version of mass effect i downloaded the original one because i had that one on my origin account so i downloaded that version and then booted it up because i was going to do like some comparisons in my review so i booted it up and my god that was that was hard to look at i'm not even gonna lie it was so hard to look at and just made me appreciate what we got in the legendary edition because boy i did because i just went back to eden prime you know did that again and the environments really the environments are the things that um improved the most i would say you know the character models definitely did too but i could like still look at the character models and be like they don't look that bad but the environments my god that one that one took me by surprise man i was really surprised with that one um and yeah just everything from like the light the lighting is the biggest thing without a doubt the lighting helped these environments a lot it, everything just feels properly lit now and the correct like lighting i get i'm not like you know i can't really go too far into lighting but yeah dude that 
that helped a lot you know everything just has like a higher like detail to it all the textures are polished and everything and yeah dude, these environments they look a lot better uh something i didn't mention that i kind of wanted to do was the weather i mean in hindsight the weather really didn't matter that much you know i was you're never really in a in an environment where it rains or anything like that so like the only thing that I, that came to mind was uh on vermeyer not vermeyer uh novaria novaria because like it's a snow planet and just you know snow everywhere it was all foggy and everything that's really the only time i wanted to bring it up but that's you know it wasn't really that big of a deal but it was still noticeable and i thought it was an interesting interesting look the character models definitely look a lot better as well you know i'm not gonna say you know character models weren't improved at all they were a lot because uh even like if you look at I, I guess really just when you look at the human characters they were improved a lot really the aliens besides tally or tolly uh, uh, how are you choose to say it everyone else kind of alien wise kind of looks the same you know i was looking at the i was like comparing the two and from the beginning at least and nihilus one of the turians at the beginning kind of looked the same like at first it was kind of hard for me to notice which one was different but um again that's not saying you know, they weren't they didn't touch that of course the nihilus and the legendary edition definitely looks a lot better every just yeah everyone looks amazing tolly she was like the one thing i mentioned and because i really enjoyed how you know in the first three mass effect games her visor or like the helmet she has the visor she has on the helmet it pretty much just blocked out her face so i never really knew what she or her race looked like underneath it so i like how in this one you know they were able to tint it a little bit let's see her face because it just added a little bit more to her character and made her more fleshed out granted i didn't take her on too many missions with me that much but again i really enjoyed that little detail they added to her i like tally as a character i love all of these people as characters but i'll i'll jump into that a little later uh again moving back to the graphics um planets like the side missions you go on the planets they well they are barren you know there's not really much to look for on these planets they still look great there are a few screenshots i was able to get from them i think those were the only times i got screenshots in the game actually was on those missions because everything just looked beautiful um uh, something i didn't something i actually also didn't touch on was the particle effects those also look a lot better too again going back from the original to this one i was looking at like you know when you shoot the gun or just explosions or anything like that and yeah they those definitely were improved a lot as well and yeah did the just the just the overall feel of the game is just amazing you know i thought everything looked a lot better everything felt a lot better the combat i'll, I'll touch on a little bit later but the combat was definitely improved too um the user interface was a was something i wasn't really expecting i didn't like remember how it was in the original mass effect i remember you know the menus are still the same when you pause when you go to upgrade your characters you know spend some skill points uh equip some items that kind of stuff that's all pretty much similar to the original the only difference was when you know you're actually fighting and stuff like that and you're out with your teammates and you gotta select you know different abilities maybe switch certain weapons stuff like that and just i thought the whole user interface for that was a lot more cleaner the layout is sort of similar to the original mass effect you know you have your character's abilities on one side of the screen and then yours at the bottom that kind of stuff was still the same but you know your health bar was a lot more it it wasn't in the far 
left corner of the screen it was more in the middle just similar to how the other mass effect games are so you were able to see your health and able to see your crew or your teammates health a lot better um the ways that the enemies health bar were were a lot better too because again in the original it was like for their shields like a couple blocks so like once you got those blocks down you could pretty much get their shields down no it's similar sort of similar to how the other mass effect works mass effect games work too so you have your shield on top and your health on the bottom so once you get the shield down you work on the health so you know it just that those like just improvement to life features just help to like bring it up to 2021 standards i will say and yeah just everything from the graphical side was a lot better a lot it was definitely improved from the original one again night and day when you look at the two like i'm for it was really hard to go back to the original look at it i'm like geez dude this looks i will say it looked bad <laughs> it, it looked bad but hey dude that's what was groundbreaking at the time in 2007 so you cannot knock it for that um it's just again like i said in the review when you go back to or when you go to play mass effect 2 and 3 if you were to go back and play the original mass effect it was probably going to be a lot jarring to look at because I just remember two and three looking absolutely fantastic and then kind of going back to one i was like geez again i mean this is before the legendary edition so it's kind of like i didn't really have anything to base it off of but now that i do oh boy yeah it's night and day uh the next thing i want to touch on from like the overall like game side of it is that it runs really really good um the only thing and i did not mention this but something that happened with me was like whenever i'd get an achievement or certain achievements didn't happen with all of them but with certain achievements really more like the that's the big ones like the ones before i'd go on to do a conversation in the story it would cut to my desktop screen and i just didn't know it, it was it threw me off sometimes like you know i had to go back and click at it real quick and that definitely took me out the experience every now and then but just a little minor um thing to touch on besides that everything else ran perfectly it ran smoothly um you know ran i was able to i was playing on pc so i was able to run it at 144 frames per second which was very very unexpected i was expecting i mean at least 60 maybe a little higher but 144 that one threw me for a loop um so yeah that was definitely a shock for me and i'm running on a nvidia rt no yeah nvidia rtx 2070 super so yeah that one definitely surprised me um only running at 1080p though so that's probably why if i was running at 4k i'd probably take a hit but yeah i was I'm, i was satisfied with um how everything looked i liked how it ran everything from that side was working well i installed it on a hard drive in hindsight i really would have installed it on my ssd but i just didn't think of it at the time so it, it went straight to my hard drive but there's no like the load times even on my hard drive are still really really good you know i was able to load into the game really quickly and the elevator rides like i mentioned in my review elevator rides were super short like i just remember how like they were at least a good minute or more in the original mass effect but now they literally take less than 10 seconds to go from one place to another granted i sat through most of them just because i wanted to hear the conversations that the Crewmates are having or just you know whatever was on the radio you know if nothing really interested me i skipped right past it but yeah it really surprised me how fast this game loaded everything up i thought that was really good another big testament to that is whenever you're going from different uh systems yeah the load times they're also really quick too you know you go from 
one system all the way across the galaxy to another and it loads in just like that you know you don't have to sit there for a really long time it's weird like <laughs> moving into this next generation of consoles how like these load times are practically gonna go away you know i'm just so used to whenever i hit a loading screen and pulling out my phone and getting on something like getting on tiktok or instagram or whatever but now it's like by the time i grab my phone i'm already loaded into something so yeah i'm really glad that that it's something that's going away but yeah here you know you get minor loading screens but they're never anything too long they all look great so i never really complained about it so i thought it all looked good but yeah, enough with like the you know graphical like the improvements that they made to this game because yeah dude that was they made a lot of improvements to this game but what i really want to touch on now is the story this is probably gonna be the you know biggest part of it so the story again spoilers so if you want to if you want to voice some spoilers get out of here but um yeah it, the story was really good i enjoyed the story and if once you know you get to know me and my gaming taste story is definitely a big part of why i choose to get a game you know there are a few exceptions you know i, I played returnal recently and there wasn't really too much well, no, there was story. That was, I was gonna say there wasn't too much story. There, the game is very story centric. There's a lot, they do a lot with story actually. For me though, it just wasn't really grasping onto me. So I was really more into it for the gameplay aspect of it. So there are a few caveats where, you know, I would recommend a game for the gameplay rather than a story. But overall story is a big, big factor for me. And I thought Mass Effect definitely delivered on that. You know, from the opening moments of the game, it just throws you right into the story and it was really great a really good opening i enjoyed it you know going to eden prime and finding this beacon learning that saren is kind of you know setting up the big bad villain you know saren's doing some stuff and uh some bad stuff you know and you find this beacon you activate it you get this vision and yeah that's that's kind of it so then you know you go back to your normandy you go to the citadel and when you get to the citadel you know uh, it's a very very wonderful place <laughs> i really it kind of reminds me of coruscant from star wars that's usually what i referred to it as and when i was a kid and i played it it just reminded me a lot of coruscant i'm pretty sure it is you know similar to it you have all these different races trillions of people you have a council all in this one space kind of conducting how things are going on in the galaxy it's very much like coruscant of the mass effect universe um if i'll say so you know you're on the citadel and you know it's just exploring the citadel was very that's really all i did that first night i got it was explore you know i went through eden prime and you know, i took a little break from it ate dinner watched an episode of bad batch all that and then came back played some more and all i did that night was explore the citadel that's all i did you know i went to talk to the council talk you know saren was there so that was a very interesting back and forth you know the council was kind of all for saren even though we as the player know what he did and everything create some dramatic irony you know stuff like that so pretty much your whole task when you're on the citadel is trying to expose saren so you're going to these different people and that's when you actually run into a couple of your crewmates. So you run into Garrus first, and then you run into Tali. Tali, however you want to say it. I feel like I'm saying it wrong, but that's when you run into them. So yeah, that's where you find those two. And then you also find Rex. So a good, already a good group of characters that you have. I think that's actually 
all of your roster except for Liara. So you already found a good majority of your crew within a good three or four, yeah, three or four hours of the game. So, you know, from there you're exposing Saren and you end up being a Spectre. So Spectre thing, I thought, so this actually ties into what I thought was a really interesting aspect of the entire game actually was, I really liked how how different aliens like the Turians and the Asari and the Salarians, how they all perceive humanity and their views on humanity and how they're not necessarily favorable, which <laughs> I guess being a human and all, I can definitely see why, but um, yeah, I just thought I liked how they had their view on it. And of course, how all this stuff throughout the unit like throughout the history of the universe kind of shaped the way people view us and just view other races and you know just seeing them and how they communicate with us how they think about us things like that i really thought that was a very interesting aspect so when it came to becoming a specter i thought it was interesting how that whole narrative played out just because you know this i'm really the council's first I think it was the first, like one of the first humans who become a specter because usually it's just like a, a like a different species who's a specter. So I'm really the first one to do it and I have to prove that I can do it and prove how humanity is and how we can treat other races. You know, I really enjoyed that. And I think that perspective is what made me choose to go the Paragon route. So that's how, that's how I played the game as a Paragon. I did the good choices, you know, say by the rules all that i was uh for my you know back to backtrack a little bit when i was creating my character i think i chose a spacer for like her because i did a female shepherd as well i did a spacer for her background because it kind of un well it kind of just related to me a little bit because you know my dad was in the military so i was kind of used to military life as a kid and just moving from place to place and base to base all that kind of stuff so i thought the space route worked for me when it came to i think what i did when i was in the alliance i don't remember exactly what it was called i just chose to be a war hero you know i thought that kind of just fit my narrative well so i chose that and then of course went on to make the rest of my character um I, i'll talk about uh i'll talk about the class i chose later but yeah i wanted to make the rest of my character which i also mentioned in my review i like the how the female version of Shepard was the same version from Mass Effect 3. Again, just to make everything uniform across all three games. Because I remember, you know, as a kid, it was kind of weird. I didn't play as the female Shepard, I played as the male one. So, you know, I legit played as like the default Shepard across all three games because, again, Mass Effect 2 is my first RPG, so I didn't really, you know, <laughs> no, I didn't, I knew games had customization at the time. I think the first one, I can vividly remember customizing my character for with Saints Row 2, which I was probably way too young to be playing that game, but I digress. Um, I didn't know Mass Effect had like character customization, so I just stuck with default Shepard for those two games. But <laughs> now after many years and after like a lot of YouTube videos, I've learned that the female Shepard, at least from the voice acting side is like a lot better not a lot better but it's a little bit better than the male shepherd so i just chose to go with the female shepherd this time around and i i like it you know i always get a lot of jokes that i choose the female characters in games like i did that for cyberpunk i just i do that for any game where i can choose my character because i don't know it's just one from at least my 
perspective i feel like the developers put a lot more effort into the female characters so that's usually just the main reason i go for it but anyway just i'm getting off track um i, don't, I honestly don't even know what i was talking about uh what was i talking about oh okay the paragon thing so yeah that's just you know a long story of why i chose to be a paragon i just thought you know the way the game was setting up shepherd i thought that fit her or his narrative a lot more now of course there are plenty of people who choose to be a renegade and i'm not saying you shouldn't i even you know some points i'm like dang this would actually be i don't know what it is i just want usually when i just play these kind of games i go for the good side depending on the game like it's like i said in my review the choice the choices you make here are very they're not black and white you know you're not making the obvious good choice or the obvious bad choice whatever choice you make it's, they're gonna have consequences no matter what. Like I remember there's one instance on, I think it was Novaria. There's like these um, Rachni there. It's like these little bug aliens. And you, you know, you go through the level of killing them whenever you see them, but then you run to the queen and she's talking to you about like, you know, just her race and all that stuff. And I think I had Ashley and Liara on that mission. And Ashley was telling me, you know, cause the, queen you know you can set her free you can kill her so ashley was telling me you know we should kill the queen so that way they don't come back and take over the galaxy or whatever i don't really remember that as much but yeah basically kill them so they don't come back and just invade and i think liara was trying to reason you know unlike liara and myself were trying to reason that the queen was different she wouldn't do that so i ended up saving the queen rachni again just because it was the paragon thing to do and i remember um you know, Ashley, I was talking to her a little bit later and Ashley was like, if it were me, I probably wouldn't have done that, but you're the commander, so it's your choice, you know, that kind of stuff. But the council was all a little upset about it. You know, they were like, why would you do that? They're gonna come back and just kill us. And you know, that's that kind of stuff. I tried to tell him, you know, the queen, she's different. She's not gonna do that. But of course, you know, a little hesit hesitancy. So that's just, that's just one out of many choices you have to make through the game and i just like how you know they have consequences no matter which one you choose and so it was definitely a lot different from just stuff that we have been seeing for a while now you know we were a lot of games at the time were really just you know choose good choice or bad choice and this gets the reaction you know i just when you look at it now it's a little bit like i'm i can see why it's it has run its course but um you can't there's like no doubt that it took over the industry for a good bit of time so yeah i'm just glad mass effect was a little different in that way as like you know you're not making the obvious good or bad choice there's just you know good you know <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say so you know you're on the citadel you leave all yada yada so now you gotta choose you know how you want to tackle the game from here really so you have a few choices you know, you can go to a few planets and this is where I found the parallel between Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic because I'm not gonna go too in depth with that game, but um, you're basically, you're trying to find these star maps across these different planets. And I think, I know Tatooine was one of them, Kashyyyk was another planet and Manan, I think was the third one you could go to. It was the water planet. I can't quite remember the name. And then Korriban, of course, but you could choose how you wanted to go through those you know do you want to go Tatooine first or Kashyyyk you know it really just depends when I was playing KOTOR I played I went to Kashyyyk or not Kashyyyk but Tatooine first because I 
this was still the time when I was very scared of Tuscan Raiders and I just, you know, wanted to go ahead and get that plan out of the way first and then, you know, decide where I wanted to go from there. But as a player, you don't, you can choose however, wherever you want to go. The same thing here, you know, you could go, I think once you get past the Citadel, you're open up to go to, I know Pharos was one choice. So, so there's Pharos, then the Artemis Tau Cluster was another one, and then Novaria. So you could go to any of those three planets, you could choose whichever one you want to go. And so one of them, I think it was the one in the Artemis Cluster, that, yeah, the Artemis Tau Cluster. I had actually done that one when I played a year ago. I went there first and you know, just went out and get Liara, all that. That's actually just where I stopped. I don't really remember much after that. But um, yeah, this time around, I chose to go to Pharos first, which was, I think it was just a place run over with Geth. I think that was one thing. And then of course you get more information about the Reapers. I think someone in Asari there is able to read your mind and everything. So I, just, I went there first, then I went to, so that was, so I went to Pharos first and that was completely new for me. I had never gone there my first time around. I faintly, faintly remembered my dad playing it, but that was about it. And then I went to Artemis Tau, which was very familiar to me. I'd already done that. And then Novaria, I spent, you know, a couple nights on Novaria. That was a very interesting planet. And I really just wanted to take everything in, you know, do as many of the side missions as I can. I didn't do all of them, but I want to do a good bit of the side missions there. So I did, and then, you know, just got more information about Saren. That's when you run into Liara's mom, actually, um, Matriarch Benizia, I believe was her name. And, you know, that's one of the many boss fights there. And yeah, it was just a very, I like that mix. You know, I just like being able to choose where I wanted to go. Granted, it did kind of feel like I was, you know, on a timer, which is weird. It's weird for RPGs when it feels like your time is against you because, you know, you have all these side missions that you can do. Cause you have all these side missions that you can do. So it just feels like, you know, you don't really have time to do these side missions. If it, it was the same move with uh, cyberpunk, you know, time was against you, you know, you're close to dying. So it didn't really feel like you could do many of the side missions. Granted, I went on to do pretty much everything that cyberpunk had about all the cars, did all the side missions. I did all that. And I, for the most part did that here. You know, I got one of the trophies that said complete majority of the game which I thought was quite surprising. You know, I didn't know I actually got that far in the game. I actually surprisingly got a good amount of trophies, which I guess I can touch on real quick. Um, yeah, just the trophies. I wasn't expecting to get a good majority of them. Um, granted, I mean, I did do it quite a bit, but the, see, the weird thing is the game, it's not, at least when I finished it, it wasn't too long. I, had a, I finished it in about 20 hours. And that's even, that's with me going through all the stuff with the story, doing a good handful of the side missions, exploring a few of the planets. And yeah, I completed majority of the game, which definitely surprised me, you know? Um, just the length of the story actually surprised me. I was expecting it to be quite long actually, but no, it was pretty short. You know, when I looked up how long to be Mass Effect, which I rarely do, by the way, I, look, I rarely look up how, to, how long to be the game, but I was moving through it pretty fast. So I was just curious how long was it and the main story takes about 17 hours and i was like yeah that, that surprised me not that it's a bad thing of course um it just yeah it definitely threw me off at first but yeah just the story was great um 
you know, once you get to Ilos and everything, well, first, before I go to Ilos, because that's pretty much the end of the game there, there were a few side missions that I did, and I mentioned this in the review, but I just felt like the side missions weren't really anything too special. You know, Grant, I don't remember them that much in the other two games, but here it's really just something this is one thing i know a lot of people criticize it for is like the way you get some side missions like you have to listen to conversations with other people and read their like logs or whatever and and you know it's it is kind of weird at some points but you know it it's all right but uh i mean you're commander shepherd man you gotta yeah you gotta fix these things but no the side missions weren't really anything too interesting it was really just you know go planet a explore a base run over by people kill the people in that base or talk you know do with little bloodshed if if you're a paragon that was one of the options you could take which is what i did a good bit of times rather than you know telling everybody there but that was one thing and just that was kind of it and they're really just you know ways to get xp you know i was expecting them to kind of be like different things to help you know bond with your teammates i guess because i definitely try to take a good like majority well i took all of my teammates with me but i try to change it up a little bit change up some patterns and no that didn't really do anything so i'm not gonna say it was a waste of time because i definitely think the side missions help you explore the galaxy a bit more and also you know meet different people and like while they're doing some things like i know one that kind of comes to my mind was like this uh this human who's like a biotic but he's like a like a god to these people who also have biotics and you know making them seem like they're more powerful and more like a better person than humans because they have biotics and everything which i actually did not know biotics were like a special thing actually i mean it makes sense i guess but it's just because i chose to be biotic um that like i guess i can touch into my class a little bit i chose to be a vanguard class which is just someone who specializes in biotics and in weapons. So yeah, I just thought, I don't wanna say it's like Star Wars and everyone has the force. I just thought, you know, like more people than not had biotics, but I guess not. So yeah, they're all going about, you know, we're more, the humans are scared of us because we're biotics and more powerful than them. And I'm just like, okay. And yeah, that was just one of the main side missions that I thought was interesting. So they're not all a complete waste of time. They're just, you know, they help dive dive into the game's lore a little bit more but some are just kind of like you know go to this base destroy the people in this base and yeah just leave that was kind of it and they do have a lot they do have a bit more to explore like some of them have like different um ores or not ores but like materials that you can get and just other stuff to look out for like some i don't know, just collectible stuff so yeah you can do that if you want <laughs> Uh, that's really just the extent of the side missions. So I try to do majority of them that I can that I could before finishing up the story. And so that pretty much takes us to Ilos, which is where I think the conduit was. And what was interesting was like we went to the Citadel to tell them, you know, we need to go to Ilos. But apparently Ilos is like I don't know exactly how to describe it. It's like shut down to other people, I guess. I don't really know the best way to describe it. But basically we couldn't go. And I'm trying to convince the council, you know, we need to go. We need Saren's there. And we just need to get there so we can get the conduit before he does. But of course, they don't listen. They impound our ship. And bro, let me tell you, 
Ambassador Udina, my God, dude, he should have ratted us out. I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? Like, what are you doing right now? Like he pretty much had our ship impounded and was just all against us for a minute. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And so, <laughs> yeah, after that, it kind of, it it was very reminiscent of just like some movies I've seen in the past. Cause basically what you need to do is you need to find a way to get your ship so you can leave. So this is when you run into, what's his name? Um, Captain Anderson, who is voiced by Keith Davis and does a really good voice. I, that was like one minor detail. I kind of forgot until I played and I'm like, bro, this, this is Keith Davis. <laughs> and so, um, Wait, is it Davis or David? I, I said Davis. I think it's Keith David. <laughs> it's Keith David. I was seeing Keith Davis this whole time. I apologize if this man happens, just so happens to be listening to this, which I doubt he is. But, um, <laughs> yeah, this, you know, you meet Captain Anderson in this bar. You meet him in the Flux, which is a very, that club, that music that they're playing there was really, <laughs> it was really groovy. I gotta say that. But anyway, um, yeah, you meet Captain Anderson and he's saying he can help you get your ship, you know, unimpounded, if that's even a word. It's just he has to go through Captain, or not Captain, but Ambassador Udina, or he can take like the hard way and go into all these guards and everything. I was like, hey man, it's up to you. That's just very, that's how I am in real life. I'm like, it's up to you. You do whichever plan you're more comfortable with. And he ended up going to Udina's office. And let me tell you, he straight up punched that man I was so satisfied. I'm like, yes, you, you do that. I'm so happy you did that. So that whole time, it's just kind of reminiscent of like, I don't know exact, I can't give you an exact example, but um, whenever the main characters can't like do something and they come up with a plan or someone helps them come up, like, you know what I'm talking about. I just can't give a good example of it right now. But um, yeah, basically you go to Ilos, you find Saren, but Saren kind of gets away. So you have to, try to find a way to get to where he's going which is of course the conduit and you eventually do that and um oh wait hold on before i go to ilos i completely forgot to mention vermeyer that was a whole different that's a whole different conversation man because oh boy that one hold on that was something right there okay so vermeyer i completely glazed over that for a hot minute so basically what this is is you know you're here you find the Solarian camp and Saren's been there. And what he has done is if you talk to Rex throughout the game, he mentions something called the Genophage. The Genophage is basically just, you know, the something the Solarians did to the Krogans and now the Krogans are neutered, they can't breed, things like that. So basically Saren has quote unquote found a way to reverse the genophage and the krogans so now he has like this army of krogans and rex this is like you know he gets mad he's like you know we need that cure that will help my race and everything and luckily i'm a paragon so i have a good amount of like skills in that category that i'm able to kind of like calm him down talk him out of it and i've got the trophy saying to use my morality to vent or to save, solve an impossible situation i'm like there we go i did that but yeah dude that was pretty pretty intense right there and then you know i'm with the solarian leader and then we're gonna try to take over this base blow it up all that jazz and at this point so the thing that the big thing that happens on vermeyer is you have to choose whether or not to save ash the arcaden and i'll dive into that in a minute 
but you know when you're talking over the salarian with your plan and trying to figure what figure out a way to get into this base it's kind of like dude is this what's gonna happen like i looked i looked it up first because i'm like dude hold on i don't know yet i don't know so i looked it up and th that actually was not the choice you know when you choose to save them so i send in ashley with the salarians and then caden to do the bomb all that stuff and so we go on do the mission and i free a few salarians along the way uh one of them turned against me and just you know was already indoctrinated or you know taken over so we had to kill them but then the other one wasn't but i didn't really trust them yet so i'm just like you're on your own bud you gotta go so went through all that and we found the place to put the bomb which is essentially a nuke also um i keep calling it a bomb but it's a nuke and we bring Caden in that's when he's gonna you know do the nuke like set it up and everything but ashley's in trouble so we go to save ashley but on the way there that's when like a reaper drop ship happens to fly by and goes to Caden in the nuke and it's just like what now so now Caden's in trouble so now we gotta go and save him and it's just like this is the pivotal moment where you have to decide whether to save ashley or Caden because one of them is gonna die and one of them is going to stay dead for the rest of the game and it's just like that made me stop for at least a good five minutes and just i had to think i had to be like who do i choose so let me dive into these two characters real quick before i dive into the rest of the cast um i knew little to nothing about caden before going into this game you know from from seeing my dad play mass effect to of course playing the other two myself i always chose ashley or she was always with me ashley was with me from two and three and so i knew about i knew a lot about ashley but i knew literally nothing about caden when i played this game so of course i tried to spend a good amount of time getting to know him and what was interesting i actually did not know this but he could become a romance option for the female shepherd and i'm like that definitely complicates things because I'll, I'll dive into that later but yeah i can be like a roommate option to caden so i spent a good amount of time talking to this man i also spent a good amount of time talking to ashley because as i should realize i thought i could romance ashley i cannot so that was pretty much thrown out the window there so still talk to ashley get to know her get to know her past and all that jazz and it turns out that <laughs> so I'm not gonna say she's racist, <laughs> but she she could be a little racist. <laughs> so like it was like one of the like the times when I decided to talk to the crew after my mission, and I she comes out and says like I don't know she's talking about like is it right to have all these in, or aliens on the ship? You know we don't know if we can trust them with all the stuff that we have. And she hit me, she hit me with the uh, it's not racism. And I'm like. Bro, you literally just <laughs> I'm like, what did you just say? And so I thought that was fun. Now, okay, I did not hold that against her later on in this game when I had to make a choice. I did not, but it was something that kind of like threw me off. I'm like, whoa, what is like I I did not know this. So, you know, and I'll talk to Caden and he doesn't actually he doesn't question the aliens, he just has some not biases it's just one of the Terrians wronged him when he was younger so that's probably one thing i can understand that you know <laughs> i can understand that a little bit 
So when it came to making my choice, I, I went I really went back and forth between the two because I really liked Ashley's character and I was doing a little bit of research, which I'm trying I'm really trying to get out of the habit of when I'm playing RPG. But this is one of the choices where I did. So I had to look up, you know, what happens later on in the other games, not necessarily here, but in the other games. And just a lot of what I was seeing was if you're not really romancing Ashley. You should probably not save her. You should go with Caden because Ashley doesn't really have much to do in three. I remember her being in two. I can't remember if she was a crewmate, but I know she was in two. I know for sure she was a crewmate in three, but people were saying that she doesn't really do much in three. So I'm like, I can kind of see that. But then Caden, I'm going to say it. Caden was kind of boring a little bit. <laughs> um, Don't get me wrong. I love his voice actor. I believe it was the same guy who did, was it Karth in Knights of the Old Republic? I can't remember his name, but it was like one of the first people you take on your team. But yeah, those two are the same. Those two are characters are voiced by the same people. So that was already like a thing I already liked about Caden a little bit. But I don't, it's like Caden, like I'm just thinking like, I don't, I mean, it's not that I don't like Caden. It's just, he, I didn't really find him as interesting as the other characters. Really, I didn't really find him as interesting as Ashley, honestly, either. But when I kept seeing that, like, Caden was more useful in the other games, I just kind of, like, I took all those factors in, really thought about it for a good second, and I decided to save Caden. I really did. And also, the other reason I chose to do that was because it was different. I had never done, I don't know Caden all that much. I don't know him as well in the other two games. I'm familiar with Ashley and her character in two and three. So that's why I just decided to go on ahead, save Caden. We're gonna stay on this crew. Plus he's been on, he's been with me since the very beginning. Ashley, we picked her up on Eden Prime. And yeah, I don't know how she's gonna feel later on in the other games. So I'm just like, let's, and I'm, I'm just trying to make this playthrough very different from my other ones. So I'm just like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a female shepherd for one. And we're gonna save Caden this time around. That's what I did. And so I don't regret my decision either. You know, I'm fine saving Caden. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. So Vermeer was interesting, to say the least. Um now we can go on to Ilos. And I already mentioned already a good chunk. Oh, one more thing. This is also where you come to the revelation that Saren is not actually the main villain. It is the main, I guess, Reaper ship, which is called Sovereign. That is the main villain, and he's just, it just turns out that Saren is indoctrinated, taken over, like his mind is taken over by Sovereign. So that was also a very interesting twist as well. Um, now, moving on to Ilos. That is when you come to the revelation that the Citadel is a mass relay, a version of a mass relay. So it is easy enough for the Reapers to just come over to the Citadel and take over once Saren is able to do so. So we have to use the, I think it was the, the conduit. Yeah, use the conduit that's on Ilos. Being yourself to the Citadel, make your way through a ton of geth until you eventually find Saren. And so this is what was interesting. I get to Saren and, you know, talk it out. I go full Paragon, be like, you know, you're not you. Your mind is taken over by Sovereign. You can still fix this. And I ended up, you know, talking him out of it. And he ends up shooting himself, which 
I was like, whoa, that I was not expecting that at all. That was very unexpected. So he shoots himself and falls through glass. And at that point, I'm like, I guess I'm done. So I make my final big choice of the game. And this I actually so again, I looked it up, but I also was not very confident in my first, my choice the first time around. So basically the Reapers, you know, the sovereign and like the ship that he brings, um, are very overwhelming forces so the council is on one ship and the normandy you know all the other alliance ships are out there fighting off sovereign and everything so you have to make the choice do you use their forces and attack sovereign you know open the arm because the citadel's closed at this point i didn't mention that but the citadel's closed once sovereign makes his way you know out of deep space so you can either save the council and you know risk some, risk some casualties in the process or you can go to attack sovereign by attack but attacking sovereign will kill the council so there's that and or do you just straight up let the council die now i was not going to let the council die that was not in one of, one of my choices but i'm like do we attack sovereign straight on or do we save the council because First, I really wasn't paying attention that much to the conversation at hand, so I'm just kind of going back and forth, like, you know, do I save the council? Do we attack Sovereign? And at first, I said to attack Sovereign because, you know, I was, the council was kind of annoying me at some point, so I'm like, bro, this, they didn't believe me a good majority of the time, so I'm like, go after Sovereign first, and if you can, save the council. But the council ends up, they end up dying, and I'm just like, I was in sitting well with that. So I went back to the save I had done before, you know, talking to Saren, and then I'm just like, I listen, I pay attention, and the stuff they were saying, you know, Garrus was telling me, like, is Sovereign really worth, you know, sacrificing all these other races? Because that's all that's on the council are different races. And I'm just like, that's the whole point of me being a Spectre and my whole, you know, narrative this whole time that is that, like, I go, I'm going for the aliens. I like the aliens. I'm trying to show that we can work together. So I changed my choice, go after the council and then go after Sovereign, which honestly, I'm, I was more satisfied with that because, you know, a few ships blew up, but we were to save the council. So at that point, I'm like, I'm done with the game. You know, that's, that's, that's it, right? Wrong. Because Saren gets taken over by Sovereign and you gotta fight like a stronger Saren, which definitely threw me off. But yeah, that wasn't so bad, you know, killed him, finished the game, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I I was very satisfied with my game play experience. Uh, the story, again, was amazing. I loved it. I thought it was very good. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see how the choices I made affect Shepard going into Master Effect 2. I really am. And just seeing... I, I know for a fact that Mass Effect 2 is going to be a better experience than Mass Effect 1. I'm not saying that Mass Effect 1 wasn't. I just know for a fact that Mass Effect 2 is going to be a lot better. So I'm really, really excited to jump into that. Again, like I said in my review, Mass Effect 2 is my all-time favorite game ever. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Now that story is out of the way, we can move on to the final aspect because yeah, this video is going on for a while now. We can go on to the final aspect, which is combat. This is gonna be a bit shorter because I'm trying to wrap it up slowly. But um, I think combat was serviceable. Like I said in my review, it was serviceable. I thought, you know, it 
it did its part. It felt good fighting Geth or humans or whoever you were fighting. I like that part um, a lot. It's just the AI. Oh my God, dude, the AI was so terrible. And I did say it was as bad as Cyberpunk, which now kind of like reflecting on it, probably a bit too harsh because Cyberpunk was, it was kind of bad. But um, no, this one was probably a little too harsh because dude, it's, uh, it's just, when you look at the gameplay and see like the AI, <laughs> of not just the enemies but your teammates as well yeah it was it was a very interesting experience you know you have i'm starting on the enemy side like i said in my review um you can either like they'll either rush to you and your crewmates and just stand in the middle of you guys just for you to endlessly shoot them until they collapse on the floor there are times where you know they'll be behind cover and they will not move whatsoever until you eventually go up to them and shoot them or hit them or whatever and it's just like what that just it didn't make sense to me and just there's numerous things i can't really think of right now but those were just the first two that came to my head and then on your teammate side dude they just they <laughs> unless you like actually tell them where to go with like the press of a button on like the keyboard or controller however you're playing it a good number of times they're just gonna stand in like the middle of some place like i know one spot it was like on our the artemis tau cluster i'm fighting like this big geth like colossus thing i think is what it was called that's what the boss was and i had tally and i don't remember who else with me on that mission it might have been garris but um tally she was literally standing in the middle of the field so when the like the geth shot his one shot like bolt like little beam ball or whatever tally went down instantly and i'm like what are you doing like are you stupid <laughs> have you never fought before and so it was just things like that that just made me like like dude you are a skilled fighter you don't seem like one <laughs> so there was that and then there were also times where like there were some little areas of the game where it was pretty tight in the like a hallway or something so it wasn't that much cover to begin with and there would be times where you know i get behind cover but my teammates don't they just like somehow end up like so if i'm like like on like the cover so my back is on the cover i'm looking straight at them and they just shoot at me like are you okay like why why are you shooting at me you're not like i'm not the target here it's just uh things like that and then they would get in the way like if you're in the middle of shooting people they would get in your way it's just like come on man so that's just what i mean when i say the ai in this game wasn't great i mean it wasn't atrocious like i said but it wasn't great and i definitely think that kind of hindered combat a little bit for, for the most part combat was fine you know, I usually primarily just use the assault rifle or a pistol with me, you know, switching to the shot. I didn't really use the shotgun that much because it really didn't do much. It just hardly even took any damage off. But the sniper, I'd use that every once in a while whenever there was an enemy far away. Uh, grenades. Grenades were just weird as well. So I didn't really use those um, often as well. Um, but besides that, you know, you have your upgrades you can put on the gun. So you can put like incendiary ammo on and then just giving it a little like bonuses like to do more damage and stuff like that. Just to elevate combat some more. Um, 
and then you know the powers that you have were very i like the arsenal of powers you had they were very interesting very diverse helped a lot in combat as well um i but again i was biotic so i primarily had biotic powers so i think it would be interesting like getting someone's perspective on the fight like how you did like fights and stuff if you were like an engineer per se you focus more on the tech side of things and i, I just think that would be interesting to learn because yeah but i couldn't really do anything on the tech side since i didn't have like an omni tool or anything like that i think you have one two or three regardless of class but anyway i digress with that um i mean that's pretty much combat in a nutshell you know you gotta you know shoot gun use biotic powers or tech powers um you know if your teammate you give those commands for your teammates sometimes they'll do it on their own but a good majority of the time i just did it for them um you know heal things like that whenever you needed to that's pretty much combat in a nutshell you know it served the game well i i'm just you know hoping it's been a while since i played these games but i imagine it was much improved in two and three so that's combat and then the last thing i wanted i really want to touch on is the mako the mako was the big i think a lot of people did not like the controls of the mako in the original version i never got too far in the game to use the mako i don't really remember it that much though um so this time around you know i was very interested to see how it works and so i for one driving on mouse and keyboard is a pain on its own you know usually i remember playing uh cyberpunk whenever i had to drive i would just start up my controller and just use the controller to drive and then switch back to mouse and keyboard to uh, um shoot and everything else but yeah driving in that game honestly was not the greatest aspect of cyberpunk but yeah i'm just in general though driving in, on pc is not the best way to do it so the it's weird to say that the mako after some time was it was fine using it because at first it was very weird you know it's like out of, i thought you know you press the button so if you're like looking straight ahead w is how you move forward um a is how you move left d is how you move right you know all that stuff but if you're looking at an angle that's not necessarily how it works so it's like if i'm looking slightly to the left if i hold w it's gonna like move in that direction like go align itself but if I'm like looking completely to the side, if I press um, like D or A, which I was like expecting it to do, it would move weirdly. So it, it just took me a while to get used to those controls. And after I got used to it, it was actually quite fun using the Mako, I'll admit. Combat wise, it was okay. You know, you, you have a machine gun and a cannon. That's really the extent of <laughs> what you use the Mako for. And except, you know, besides traveling a large, portion of land in a short period of time but again i can definitely see why it didn't make its way back into the games until andromeda which i mean you know i really won't touch on andromeda i never finished it so that's pretty much you know my experience with mass effect i really liked it i enjoyed the first one and again it really set a high bar i think for rp like if i'm looking at this from 2007 when it first came out it definitely set a high bar for rpgs at the time for sure and i can definitely see why a lot of people love this game i i, I love the first mass effect that's the reason i'm doing this because i just wanted to talk about it more and so 
yeah um mass effect is done it's out the way that's one out of three games so now we move on to mass effect 2 where yeah the what the collector or the keepers collector i don't it's been so long since i played it i don't really know what's gonna go down um i know i just know you have a good good group of people to take on the journey with you so that's really it for this i know i've been talking for a really long time and you're probably tired of hearing my voice but if you stuck out this entire time i appreciate it i really enjoy talking about my experience with mass effect and i'm looking forward to doing the same thing hopefully with mass effect 2 and 3 and maybe more games moving forward who knows we'll see how this works out so that's really it for this um again like I have planned for the future, Mass Effect 2, plan on doing a video for that pretty soon. Ratchet and Clank, still working on that. Haven't really played much of it since, but I plan on working on that pretty soon. And then, not much else, you know, going on in the in the gaming world, you know. Trying to play some other stuff, see what I can get myself into. Uh, I know Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart's coming out pretty soon, so that's something to look out for. And that's really all I can think of, so... Yeah, if you guys, again, like I always say, if you guys want to stick around and check out those videos, please be sure to subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Uh, I doubt many of you have even made it all the way to the end, but if you did, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, check out, you know, my other videos if you really want to. Um, yeah, subscribe if you have not already. Hit the, I always say this, ring the bell, not hit the bell, ring the bell, hit the like button, do anything, comment, send me something i don't really know do whatever you want man but yeah i really appreciate it and i'll catch you guys next time